0: Man.
1: As a matter of fact, it was. The third commercial, it's still
2: on, please. Take off the third channel, the third channel. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Well, how can a man do this, Still Stop me. It isn't a man. What is he? Evil. What happened to the sister? She died, right?
3: No, she faked
2: her death, hoping and praying every year that her brother won't find her. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? What the hell do you do that for? So I can kill him.
0: Um, I forgot how I opened it <laughs> last time. I don't remember either, honestly. Let, let's just start it. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going, hey, a Like Stewie Griffin would <laughs> <laughs> say
1: imagine if uh, uh
0: stewie griffin was
1: loomis oh that'd be amazing he's evil he's not even <laughs> just get seth mcfarland to play um loomis in the next reboot in halloween yeah he, he does all these weird little voices lois is uh laurie
0: <laughs> oh, oh i don't know what you're talking about loomis <laughs> he's my brother <laughs> Is
2: that your brother Larry?
1: He's evil. Oh no. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> then who is
0: Michael? Peter? Peter Griffin? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. he doesn't talk, but after he like kills someone he goes <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> Seb McFarlane hire us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> give us, give us at least twenty seconds on your shitty show to do that bit. Yeah, please, just get, get. I mean, even get us in the the boardroom to meet with people who can make it happen to pitch yeah, them. Yeah, because I guarantee you, they will love our ideas.
0: We'll unify uh, Fox and uh, Universal that way. <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> what do people like?
1: Halloween, Family Guy. Put them together. <laughs> That's a win-win. There's there's an intersecting market there that I don't think the Halloween yeah. franchise has tapped into. I All mean, you let's be see honest.
0: is violence in movies and sex on TV, but Michael's going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I think> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> okay, let's talk about H two O and um possibly our favorite movie in the series resurrection oh no i i say that with sarcasm in my voice um (laughs) but you you've done your research on h2o and i guess kind of uh, more of like these movies in general of the behind the scenes yeah Uh, and you've kind of opened up that rabbit hole so i'll let you take it away (laughs) okay
1: yeah because i always feel like um from an outsider's perspective and having watched these movies for years now but basically yeah like i've always wondered like it's such a weird franchise there's so many movies and you just i always i've always been curious about like how they thought of making them like what why they ended up like the way they are so, it was, like, super interesting to just watch, like, the documentaries, especially for 4, 5, and 6. And oh, yeah. Even these ones, because there's so much, like, weird behind-the-scenes drama. Like, um, mm-hmm. for H20, in the time between um, Halloween 6 and H20, they were basically like, wow, H6 sucked balls. Like, no one liked that movie critically, and no one saw it. So, like, we yeah. gotta retune things here before they made that decision, I guess they were planning on just making a straight-up continuation of the Halloween 6 storyline with Tommy Doyle. Mm-hmm. And it was even had the same screenwriter that wrote 6. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, needless to say, I don't think anyone is interested in that idea. Yeah. So then I guess at some point, they just put their feelers out there to see who was willing to come back from the previous films. Because they didn't have Donald Pleasance. So they didn't have that legacy right. pull anymore. R.I.P. Yeah, so they were like, you know what, let's talk to Jamie Lee again. And then it just so happened that she was open to doing it at that point in time. So then they basically just rewired all their gears. They went back to square one, dumped all the ideas they had, um, then put everything into making a script about Lori and basically where she'd be. 20 years later and then they because of the times like scream was cu- just came out basically revitalized yeah. the slasher genre
0: yeah H 20 is like basically a Halloween's take on scream oh yeah and it feels feel that that there's a lot of scream energy in there mm-hmm. I think that's safe to say about most like 90s
1: and early 2000s slashers <laughs> <laughs> yeah for better or worse I think <laughs> yeah but I think um, they knew what people wanted during that time so they even got the screenwriter for the scream films to do a treatment of the h20 script um and basically he penned a version of it where it was like still in continuity with four five and six oddly enough okay and then the only thing that would tie it in because i think we figured out from four which we missed somehow watching it, but I guess Laurie sure died in a car crash, that's what they say. Yeah. There's one throwaway line
0: about where the most iconic character in I know the whole, the whole
1: franchise is right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like, the, and then and just so happens in this movie, she's also had faked her death. So they were gonna just emerge then, say Laurie's just been hiding all this time while Jamie Lloyd has been getting stalked by Michael Myers, which mm-hmm. kind of makes Laurie pretty unlikable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess there would have been a scene where they acknowledge that or like somebody in Laurie's class while she's teaching, she they're doing like a book report about Michael Myers for some reason. And then they they state like basically what happened to Jamie and that she died. And then there, there would have been a moment where Laurie like has to excuse herself from the class and like go cry in the bathroom. Why would she assign that assignment? (laughs) I don't... Well, no, I think...
0: (laughs) Hey, guys, research my trauma. Yeah. You know, do a report (laughs) on it for me.
1: No, yeah. It makes no sense at all. (laughs) But... (laughs) Yeah, so that would have been the idea. But then eventually they were like, we don't want to deal with any of that shit. Like, let's just make Mm -hmm. this a fresh start and basically reboot it. And this is really the first time that the Halloween franchise, other than three decided to start ignoring sequels and that's kind of where that right. that trend started. So I've kind of kind of gone into the writing side of things, but I guess early on as well, they even had John Carpenter in serious talks to direct H20. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was mostly because of Jamie Lee Curtis. She was really trying to pull him in and get him to do it cuz she right. knew that that was what the franchise had been missing is like the yeah. original guy to come back and like really steer the ship because mm-hmm. that net that literally hadn't happened since one like he yeah, had not directed really. a single a single film and he only like wrote two
0: yeah exactly and he it- begrudgingly did so
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but he was so close to talk to doing it apparently that they even had offers on the table but basically what happened was john wanted 10 million to direct it mm. Um, which I guess is a steep price for most directors, especially for a movie like that. I mean most horror movies, ten million's the whole budget. Yeah, exactly. Ten ten million would easily like, yeah, that's like over half the budget for a lot of horror films. Especially for that time too. But well, yeah, he basically pulled out because um they weren't gonna pay the ten million because he felt that he got gypped out of a lot of the profits from directing the first one. Because mm-hmm. that was really his big breakout film. So he didn't really right they didn't give him a lot of the stuff that he felt like he deserved for being such a central part of the, of creation of that film and why it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, which I agree with him. I think it's like, oh, 100%. it's such bullshit that the Akads and all of them, like just d- did not even try to share that wealth with him. Like, it's pretty sad actually. Now he's making money.
0: Cause I saw this, uh, it was like at a convention. Yeah. And he was just like, This was fairly recent. It might have been before um, the 2018 one came out.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And he's just like, whenever they make a new Halloween movie, something incredible happens. It's like, I'm just watching TV. I look on my phone and see, oh, they're making a new Halloween. Then I raise out my other hand and magically a check appears. (laughs) 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 And he's just like, it's the job I've always wanted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I'm sure he gets uh like they have to
1: pay him to use the rights, you know, oh yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of fee now. he's probably worked it out, yeah, so unfortunately that fell through, even though I guess he would they're really close to clinching the deal, man, so then Jamie Lee pulled I guess someone else that had um directed a movie with her before who was not a horror director, and yeah, that shows for h twenty. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is, like, it is not scary at all cinematography-wise. No. I could see what they're trying to do with the script, but, like, if it was shot in a different way, like, I feel like it could have been a lot more suspenseful. Yeah. Because, like, it doesn't have any sort of style to it. And we'll definitely get into that when we talk about Michael's appearance. Then um, they got that director on, they got the script going, and then they just went for it. Um, And I think their goal was to create kind of... have this be a shot of adrenaline for the franchise and be like a fresh start for it and i i definitely think it feels like that because i think we both really like this film
0: as a fan yeah it it does it feels like this is what it should have been sequels ago (laughs) yeah Um, yeah and it's a shame that um resurrection basically just flushes that all down the drain oh my god Um, yeah yeah but yeah i i really like h20 even as a kid i i remember watching it a lot Mm -hmm. but yeah for i guess uh those that don't know anything about halloween and for some reason you're learning about halloween the first time through us uh essentially (laughs) the plot picks up 20 years after the original uh lori has basically gone into like hiding or is it witness protection or it's something? I think she just did it, yeah. I think she just changed her name and moved like... Yeah, she changed her name, moved to California, uh, is now working as a principal of a gated like private school, uh, and she is a kid, and 17 years later, or 20 years later, Michael's back. And it's it, it works, in my opinion. I think what I think works so well in H 20 that a lot of the sequels were missing is character development <laughs> because <laughs> there is a lot and i mean we talk about this i feel like in most horror movies we we've noticed a trend of if you have a solid character like as a lead that is complex and a bit like articulate you will have a good horror movie because you're more emotionally invested because mm-hmm. uh, i think like the stuff between her and her son is really like well done oh yeah her son not fully understanding her trauma mm-hmm. uh and i mean honestly i think i like laurie's character more in this than the 2018
1: one really okay
0: because in the 2018 one i think it, it she goes more extreme yeah um where i feel like this is much more grounded and reasonable mm-hmm. like I I don't know if he's alive or not. Uh but just in case I'm going to change my name and move across the entire country and just live a different life and do my best to put it all behind me. And clearly regardless of I mean she's successful, right? She's a principal of the school, she has a child. Mm-hmm. Um but it's uh she's a functioning alcoholic. And it's clear that her husband, who she's now divorced from, was abusive. Because there's a line where she calls him, like, an abusive piece of shit. (laughs) Uh, So, it shows that, like, while she can physically escape, like, the place of trauma, she can't truly ever do so. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I, I don't think, I think 2018 does it a lot more in your face, like... I'm gonna buy a bunch of guns and board up my house in case Michael ever comes back.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this this
0: one is is just a bit more I wouldn't say subtle, but it kind of fleshed out mm-hmm. a bit more. Yeah. Where where it's really focusing on just Lori's life afterwards. And mm. and then Michael shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like a surprise. Like she's not expecting Michael like she is in 2018. Right. Where it's just like, oh, shit, he's here. I guess I got to deal with all this trauma right now Yeah, <laughs> and confront it. And I, I really like, regardless of how Michael looks terrible in this, but I do really like when they first see each other again, when she like closes the door and they're looking at each other
1: through that window. Oh, for, they're just seeing each other for the first time? Yeah, for the first time in like 20 years. I think that's awesome. Yeah, that is a good shot it's a good idea i don't know as well executed but
0: no no i mean but but i mean it shows like for me to feel something like emotional or just anything like it shows i guess how well laurie is written Mm -hmm. as a character in a whole yeah because i mean we could argue like laurie strode is easily one of like the best like final girls from any slasher movie oh yeah especially of that
1: decade Mm mm-hmm one of the best um, protagonists in any horror film really i i think
0: yeah and i mean she kind of like created the idea of like the final girl and stuff like that
1: yeah absolutely
0: i mean i like age 20 i i know it has a lot of flaws and i'm very aware of it but <laughs> i like it so much especially after just watching 5 and 6
1: yeah it- it's it- like oh my god it definitely feels like we're finally like re- regaining some sanity like it's like it feels like such a breath of fresh air like like i'm
0: actually following a concise plot what's going on yeah
1: people actually care about the characters and how they're portrayed for once Mm -hmm. that's really what it feels like and yeah i i I kind of see what you mean with the um 2018 one because it is very like uh not subtle (laughs) <laughs> yeah with everything that it's doing and i i definitely mm. i feel like this version of laurie in age 20 is like a much more natural extension of her character yeah because i mean laurie is
0: very grounded in yeah. the,
1: the original film she's very down to earth right yeah and it, it, i definitely can see that i could see laurie growing up to be like a, a head of a school Like, just being, Mm -hmm. like, an upstanding adult. Like, she was very, like, studious when she was young. Yeah. Like. She didn't even want to go on a date with a cute boy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, She had to study.
0: (laughs) And, I mean, I guess you could also look at it, like, a principal is, like, a very, like, authoritative, like, protecting role. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if she's, like, you know, maybe she got that job subconsciously, but it's just, like, she is kind of, like. A person that oversees the safety of all these kids something that she didn't have
1: absolutely i didn't think about it like that that's pretty cool <laughs>
0: yeah i have good ideas sometimes
1: <laughs> it's very rare and <laughs> no you have good ideas all the time
0: come on oh shucks that's <laughs> true
1: well what, what do you think in general uh h20 what, what do you what do you think what are your um, thoughts i mean h20 i do like it i think it's okay that's as far as I'll go with it. Um, you think it's okay? You don't think it's good? No, 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 no. Yeah, I do. Okay. I will say I like the 2018 one more. Um, just I, I don't know. It, it's more interesting to watch for me.
0: That's oh, I, I. That's fine. That's fair.
1: Yeah, I, I also think the lack of there's a lot. There's not a lot of horror in this movie. There's not a lot of parts yes. that like. I'm like, oh wow, that's scary. Like. Mm-hmm. Like they did the original, and I feel like 2018 has a lot more, like... 2018, yeah, does incredible at tension. Yeah, like the Michael Myers in that is, like, uh, leagues above, like, really any version oh. besides the first one. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, but, um, and then I even like Lori more in the 2018 one. I just find her more interesting to watch. It's, like, it's more interesting to me to have somebody go through something like that and be so fucked up and then trying to fix it um Mm. well i don't think it's the most realistic and most natural extension of laurie's character like i was saying i just find it more interesting to watch it's definitely like let's see how far one event in
0: someone's life can push them
1: right yeah yeah exactly because like her
0: her paranoia of the trauma ends up leading to like kind of the downfall of her family
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely and I think of the 2018 one also really take takes advantage of a feeling that I think most people who are in horror or aware of horror who make horror movies, like, they don't really understand or realize is that they've made, like, horror movies for 30 years, right, where the there's an unkillable bad guy, and he's after, right. and he scares the living crap out of whoever the protagonist mm-hmm. is. And so I think, like, having a movie based around where it's basically, like, let's take re- let's get let's get revenge on this guy that traumatized right, me yeah. so much so long ago um mm-hmm. i think that really tapped into something with a lot of people and i think that's why people oh, yeah. responded so well to it when it mm-hmm. came out and i think it's so it's a, a very interesting as a franchise to have such a terrifying movie like the 1978 halloween and then to have the 2018 one being the next one in the series where it's more about turning the tables on that terrifying experience and traumatic experience and like making it your own, which I think H20 right. does as well. But I feel like that mm-hmm. was more of a, a point in the 2018 one. I don't know. I think yeah. it really all comes down to personal preference over it. No, a hundred percent. Because I, I can see why people wouldn't like the, like the gun toting lorry. Like that's like very on mm-hmm. the nose. You know, I do, I do like um H20. I think it does a lot of things, Right. And most importantly, I think it sows a lot of those seeds like that will get fleshed out more in like 2018. Yeah. Like this whole thing with Laurie being so long later being traumatized, like having that element in the 2018 one, but then also having the Michael Myers element be upped and actually scary.
0: Right. Because that's really what H20 is missing. And we can both, I think, agree is that Michael's presence in this movie is terrible. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah it is it's pretty it bad it is at times laughable because <laughs> it looks like he's got just gotten punched in the balls like every moment that he's on screen he this is what I noticed.
0: He looks like a guy you would see at a horror convention doing a Michael Myers impression. <laughs> oh yeah. That, yeah. that is how he carries himself in H2 H20 and yeah. he has that weird oversized mask where you can see his eyeballs <laughs> and his hair is all like all over the place. Mm-hmm. And like like I think we were talking about before like all the very unflattering angles they use to make him just look weak and small. Yeah, they do not like, know a how to shoot him. A lot of moments where he looks really small. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and you watch like the original because and two two is in this universe as well, and I mean he's easily over six foot, right? Oh, easily, like, yeah. Like he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this, like, there's like the scene where Laurie like pretends to like be in the closet, and he like goes to break it open, like he is like not even at the door. Like, like, he's not tall, is what I'm saying. He's a short
1: king. Michael Myers is a short king. He had to stand on his tippy toes to be able to look through that window.
0: Yeah, which, which I don't mind. I don't care. But it's just so inconsistent with Michael as a character. Yeah. And like his shoulders are always like, like slouched. Mm hmm and like the way he moves and i think we noticed that as well in six as well he just doesn't move menacingly at all it's like
1: so that michael the way michael is supposed to have is so like particular like it has to be like that it's like right in between a human and a robot the way he moves right (laughs) right yeah and and like i think the problem with this one and then this one in six is like michael moves like way too casually like yeah that's it, it yeah it's casual right? Like, the way he like throws himself around
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and just like i always think whenever i picture like how michael moves i always think of that shot from the first movie um right after Lori like stabs him in the eye with the coat hanger mm. and she's like kind of like collecting herself and in the background you just kind of see him like get up but he's, yeah. like, not using his arms or anything. It's almost like a machine. Right, yeah. Like, his, his like, torso with his head just, like, raises. And then he just, like, <laughs> looks. And, like, that is always, like, when I think of Michael Myers' movement, I just picture that. Mm-hmm. So to see him just, like, fumbling around like a bozo <laughs> is so strange.
1: Yeah, it's not good. It's just not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, one, one thing that... We also noticed with 4, 5, and 6 is Michael's motives are very inconsistent. Yeah. Where he, like, especially this one, where he had a moment to kill the security guard, but for some reason just didn't.
1: Yeah, and you're like, why? <laughs> why? Like, that? why
0: keep him alive? Right. And then go and kill these random teenagers <laughs> that have nothing to do with Lori? <laughs> It's it's very strange. Or same like even in like the beginning, why he didn't just kill that lady when she went into the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Or that yeah, that bathroom scene too. Like- With
0: little Gordon Levitt. I, I it's hard because you need to balance between the original Michael wasn't so methodical. He was more just like really smart in the moment, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like yeah. he didn't plan. <laughs> but when an idea comes to mind he's like oh I could put this sheet over my head and you know pretend to be the boyfriend
2: <laughs> right you yeah. know that's like a good idea to get closer
0: for the kill <laughs> um and then later they just kind of like throw that like oh my god the amount of times in this and resurrection Michael does the stupid Batman move where he's like above the doorway doing like a pull up oh god yeah that was and awful. drops down yeah that is so funny to me <laughs> because you know Michael is just like holding on to that and it doesn't make any sense <laughs> no it does not if there's someone hanging over my doorway and I'm walking
1: it I'm going to see them <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not scary like i i uh, like Michael yeah. doing a pull up is not scary that's just not scary to me i don't know if maybe if it was lit creepier and like he like Send it down from like a dark ceiling or something like that, yeah. Maybe or they
0: work use the lighting in your favor, kind of like hereditary when the people are just in the background. Oh, right, yeah, where you could just barely see him or something. And they do kind of do that in 2018, they use they really use like the shadows effectively,
1: mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, but age 20, you just can tell it's not directed by someone that understands horror, no, not
1: at all. I really, they're just Michael in general.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah I mean really the uh like the final fight you could say felt more like a fight than like suspense or scares oh it was just him and Lori beating the shit out of each other but I, I will say I guess the one kind of scary part they did which was kind of unique was with that uh, dumb waiter thing mm-hmm.
1: between the kitchen and the basement I oh. thought that was kind of cool yeah cause that had a nice setup and payoff to it yeah which doesn't happen a lot in this, really.
0: Yeah, and Michael was like, "Huh, it'd be funny if I trolled these kids by putting their dead friend in this <laughs> whip elevator." And-
1: yeah, see, that oh, no, felt no, no. like Michael to me doing that. Yeah. shit. like kind of fucking with people. Michael kind of gets off on the fear. Yeah, yeah. A bit. absolutely. Yeah, like he kind of
0: enjoy- he enjoys. Um, like if you look at him in like the first movie, like he's a serial killer. He he likes the the feeling that someone else is at his mercy. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he really revels in that
2: <laughs>
0: and they they really don't get that in these later movies especially no. resurrection <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah But <laughs> so I, I did watch these vintage well they called them vintage interviews but it was just like interviews they did while like on the set mm-hmm. so they'd like pull jamie lee curtis aside uh pull the other guys aside um, but, but she, in, well, one, you can tell that everyone involved genuinely wanted to be there. Yeah. And I was surprised of how big of a horror fan uh, LL Cool
1: J was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he seemed to be taking it all really seriously, actually. Oh, and you
0: know what? He did a great
1: job. <laughs> yeah, he did, <laughs> honestly.
0: I I love when it's like people's first time acting and they do great.
1: <laughs> it's wholesome. Uh, yeah, it is. And it's just like,
0: it's just like they're there because they want to do it. <laughs> but one one quote I saw that was actually very cool from Jamie Lee Curtis and I think it kind of goes into why H20 is a bit better of a sequel is she describes the first film why the suspense is so good uh, is because we know Michael's in the house right yeah we know Lori is in the other house Mm-hmm. we know laurie is going to the house michael's in and we know the police <laughs> and all them are nowhere near like like we we can anticipate the movie playing out before, like as it's happening you know what i mean yeah and she said that they basically tried to recreate that by co- like showing you this is where michael is in the school this is where laurie is mm-hmm. you know this is where the kid is and this is where they're all going to meet. Like they, they, like that same anticipatory you get from the first film. Right, yeah. So I thought that was, was pretty interesting where they did at least kind of dissect why I think the first one is great.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where people in the previous films, like 4 through 6, like really didn't understand. Was like, Yeah. Because I, I so many times in those movies, Michael will just pop up yeah like out of nowhere There's no reason it no. doesn't make sense you don't see him like get there there's like you don't know where he is like at all like at all times like it's like yeah it was annoying he'll have one scene where he like kills
0: everyone in a police station and then you the next scene people are talking and michael myers just shows up and you're
1: like what the hell <laughs> yeah it's like there's no suspense he can just show up whenever you can just show up whenever <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: and and we're i think talking about that kind of ruined i feel like michael to like the general audience yeah of of people just like think michael is this like omnipotent invincible teleporting being (laughs) and it's like he's really not he's kind of like a goofball you know yeah a lot of these yeah but i think there's just been so many just terrible
1: versions of michael that that is kind of just like the mainstream knowledge yeah they they don't have a good impression of him and i think whether people know it or not too is subconsciously like the sibling thing i've said this before but it just instantly makes him less scary to have like that kind of motivation
0: if h20 didn't do the sibling bit it would have been a lot better
1: yes i know and also not having to deal with the baggage of Oh, last time we yeah. saw Michael in this timeline, he got blown up and was on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just fuck it. Doesn't matter. Which they don't even try to explain, which I guess I could see why, because how do you even which explain? Which is fine. That?
0: Right. I mean, they just explained it as Lori being like, I didn't see a body. Right. You know? They're like, oh, well, it burned to ashes. She's like, well, I didn't see a body, so I, I'm not going to believe it. She's following <laughs> horror movie rules. <laughs> exactly. If you don't see the person's body dead, <laughs> they are not dead. <laughs> if, if if they fall off a cliff, if they fall in a hole, if, if the camera cuts away before you see
1: them actually die, they're
0: not dead. Those are just the
1: rules. One last thing before we move on to resurrection that I think we kind of need to talk about is the Mm -hmm. banger of an ending that this movie has
0: yes (laughs) yes i called in carolina into the room because i was like you have to watch this ending yeah because it goes it fucks hard (laughs) it it goes raw yeah no it really does this ending and i i i have held this same opinion um since like i first saw this movie when i was like a dumb child Mm-hmm. but it definitely has one of the best endings next to um the original.
1: Oh yeah, I there's one thing that the Halloween franchise is really good at, it's like banger endings. Like yeah. I, I was thinking of this, like yeah. Halloween 4, Halloween 3, Halloween 1. Rob Zombie's Halloween ends incredibly. Oh yeah. Yeah, even for first and second one really. I like the endings of both yeah. those movies a lot. It's cool cuz it you just finally get to see something that is like at the same time really satisfying but also like unexpectedly emotional like i I don't know like i never like expected michael to be like um reaching out to her like almost for help the thing
0: is what i think is so incredible is that it's really hard to tell if he's reaching out for to help or reaching out to grab her yeah yeah because it can be interpreted as both (laughs) And I think that's what makes it so scary. Mm -hmm. Because if he is reaching out for help, you're like, oh, wow. Like, okay, this is like a human, you know. Uh, But if he's just reaching out to kill her, it's like, oh, this man is literally impaled by a tree and crushed (laughs) by a car. And he still is attempting to kill her, you know. Right, yeah. So both, I think, are incredible endings. And I think the way they capture both is awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've always kind of interpreted it as, I don't know why, because it like... Fits the moment more, but it's like, because mm-hmm. um, like when Michael gets like pinned against the tree, he's like doing things you don't normally see him doing. He's like grabbing yeah. his head and he's like looking around yeah. like, it's almost it, like I always interpreted that as him. It's almost like he snapped back to reality, like to that kid that he was before he just snapped yeah. over killing people. Whereas like all of a sudden, like the weight of what he's done is is like all like weighing on him in that moment. And he's like almost reaching out to Lori, because he recognizes her as a sister, and it's just like right, pl- like please help me. But Lori mm-hmm. knows it's like you're not going to say like yeah, yeah it's bullshit. So then yeah, it's like it's just so good and it's so well edited as well. I just yeah, it is like the way that it just cuts from her reaching out his hand and then just suddenly just like bringing that axe to his neck and yep. cutting his head off and then the halloween theme kicks in right when yeah, that it's happens just a too. severed head yeah it's awesome <laughs> it's so badass and it's like the classic halloween theme too mm-hmm. where i think the whole movie you you don't hear it it's, you all, really don't it's hear always much, the though. the orchestral yeah. version of it and then when yeah. that moment happens it's like that 1978 halloween theme kicks in it's like perfect hey, absolutely perfect
0: if if even if uh halloween ends is going to be complete dog shit if it has an ending as solid as h20 then i'll just be like fine yeah (laughs) you know
1: also one of the things i noticed about it that is also really cool when you think about it is the first movie ends basically with michael michael's victory kind of yeah yeah like he he gets away he killed all those people like you can't kill the boogeyman yeah that's basically what the ending says but then at the end of h20 it and and oh yeah and then the original it ends with him breathing as it's looking mm-hmm. at shots of all the neighborhood. And then this movie ends with, like, Laurie breathing, like, a sigh of relief, almost. Yeah. Or the literally all you hear is the Halloween theme and just her breathing and just, like,
0: mm-hmm. I guess
1: just finally being at peace.
0: Yeah, like, she's able to get rid of all that baggage. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's an incredible ending. And <laughs> I want to know what was going through the writer's mind in Resurrection <laughs> well, when I- they decided... <laughs> to completely just disregard
1: it and say, fuck that. That yeah. didn't happen. <laughs> well, I could talk a little bit about that. Um, oh, because... please do. <laughs> <laughs> please do. Because that was actually one of the major contributions to um, h twenty script from Kevin Williamson, the writer of Scream. Was basically, okay. he was tasked with a way that, okay, how can we end H20 and make it satisfying as, like, a, a trilogy. Like, you can do, you can watch 1, 2, and H20, and then it all ends there. But also, yeah. still continue the franchise into Resurrection, because little do people know that Mustafa Akkad has this yeah. awful, like, legal clause in his contract where Michael can never die. Uh,
0: yeah, like, the writers have to sign a contract that they cannot kill Michael Myers.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> So then Kevin Williamson basically just came up with this like harebrained idea where I guess when Michael was knocked out earlier in H20 before yeah. all the paramedics get there, he switches bodies with one of the paramedics and he breaks his like larynx or something. or Yeah, so he can't talk. Right. So then he puts the mask on him and he puts him in the where he was, I guess, and the paramedics just pick him up without lifting his mask up and looking to see who's mm. underneath for some reason. <laughs> that it, was one of the most absurd shots in all of H twenty was when they show him putting him in the body bag with his mask on. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God, come it's on. It's like you don't do that.
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: but th- I mean this then it's like resurrection says that, oh, Lori killed an innocent paramedic who had no idea right. what was going on, and that's why he was reaching out for help. And it, and it just undermines the entire ending of H20. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it also logically doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> why, if it's a paramedic, would he attack Lori in the van? Oh, yeah. Like, he got up and he was going for her. Like. Yeah. It doesn't make Like, even if you can't talk, you would be, like, waving your hands like, hey, lady, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it just does not make it's funny, I was actually looking at like the, the Halloween like wiki. Yeah. And there was literally just a huge list of reasons why that and why that like fucking sucks. <laughs> and why it just does not make any sense. And also, how would Michael know that Lori was gonna hijack the ambulance? You yeah, know?
1: yeah, no, they had no idea. Like Ugh. The more you think about it, the worse it becomes, honestly.
0: Well, one thing that I thought was really funny is I found out uh, Jamie Lee Curtis literally read that script. She read that and was like, no, like, I'm not doing this movie. This is stupid. And they they really pressed her and she agreed on on like two conditions. She was only going to be there for like a few hours for a day. Oh, my God. And they have to kill Michael in the movie. Or else she's not doing it.
3: Right.
0: (laughs) And I guess they were so desperate for anything that they agreed. (laughs) So... I'll I'll go into I guess like the absurd plot for people who have not seen Resurrection because I feel like this is definitely like the least seen Halloween.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And it's definitely like one of like the lowest yeah. uh like rated. Uh but I mean, it's it's barely a Halloween movie. <laughs> it 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 is a movie that it is just a generic horror movie that they said, but what if we tied this in with Halloween?
1: Yeah, literally. It's it's just so... It's such a boilerplate sequel. Yeah, like just, you could make no creativity. this a
0: Friday the 13th movie. You can make this whatever you want. It's just yeah. replace the bad guy, and it's that franchise. <laughs> uh, but essentially, the idea is that Michael goes home just happens to be at the same time they're filming a scary reality show where these people have to spend the night in the house <laughs> and and that's it that's literally it <laughs> that is that is literally it but I, I I think what what we need to talk about is the intro because the intro literally just does not understand everything any of the characters oh god no no not at all i i
1: forgot how bad it was until i rewatched <laughs> it this time because <laughs> it, it just feels so disrespectful and like insulting to the audience like to just yeah, it's like, like
0: you're stupid audience right
1: it's like you you liked that previous movie and you liked how it ended well too bad because we're in the first 10 minutes of this movie we're gonna sweep all of that under the rug just so we can have michael free to kill a bunch of teenagers again (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it's so bad and i mean when you think about it like technically right the whole setup of the halloween you're you're on two sides right lori escapes or kills michael michael kills lori that's both of their end games right Mm -hmm. and michael achieves his arc you, you could call it that right <laughs> yeah he achieves it in the like the first 10 minutes of the movie so you're like <laughs> if, I, if I'm in following him for 20 something years you know mm-hmm. and I just get oh he kills Lori okay there's still like an hour and 20 minutes of this movie left <laughs> what what's going on you know, <laughs> why would I care about anything else I'm gonna see? Right. If if no. you have these establishing, if you have these legacy characters, why do I care? Mm-hmm. I, it is beyond reason. <laughs> well, I think we we came to the conclusion that they just wanted Jamie Lee Curtis so they could put her on the poster
1: to sell the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very misleading. She's like front and center in it. Yeah, and she's in it for a few minutes. Right. Yeah. And and we so we
0: realized that they used like probably a picture from H twenty. She has short hair.
1: but in the movie she has long hair yeah super long hair
0: (laughs) yeah but basically the intro is that uh lori uh, like we said earlier did not kill michael myers but killed a paramedic and michael's still out there and now she has been committed to an insane asylum (laughs) Uh, and you think oh no did lori go crazy but but really she's like uh not taking the pills
1: they give her she's like planning and like waiting for michael (laughs) It's just so stupid because it's like, didn't you have a whole other life? Like you're just giving it up just to being in a sane asylum. Like, yeah, I don't know. It I, makes no sense. And I sense. guess they said like she felt so
0: guilty about killing him, the innocent man. <laughs> I mean, Loomis was never felt guilty about killing innocent
1: people. <laughs> <laughs> you like Loomis? <laughs> Yeah, Lewis has killed multiple children. <laughs> yeah. And and it's
0: so dumb because they use that in, like, because, like, she eventually gets Michael, like, hanging there. And she's going to finish the job. And for some reason, he does the thing, like, he's pulling at his mask because somehow he knew the paramedic did that. <laughs> and it would make Lori get close enough to pull off his mask to make uh. sure. But it, why would Michael have that knowledge? Mm hmm. Uh, and she's like, "Oh, I got to make sure." And then he grabs her and stabs her. And then she kisses him. And then she dies. (laughs) And I, I don't understand the kiss at all.
1: Oh no, it's it's terrible. It's weird.
0: And you can tell they were really trying because, like, the music gets heightened, and there's like they have like a fan aggressively blowing on her hair.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's supposed to be all emotional. Like, they don't understand anything about siblings,
0: really? Yeah. Or... Well, you don't kiss your sibling on the mouth? In
1: general. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking weird. Like, it, it's just, like, it feels like a two-year-old read, like, the script to age 20 and, like, wrote that scene. Yeah. <laughs> they said just such, just like, a childlike understanding of what was going on and, like, all the emotion that was between them, you know, like... Mm-hmm. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, like they everything H20 and even the f- other movies set up, they just like, now yeah, whatever, we got to have Michael kill all these teenagers. <laughs> we
1: got to get Michael to go back to the house. It's uh, this is why Be- Mustafa Kahn is the true villain of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was his last one. Yep, yep, it was.
0: Um, one thing I did think was funny, I found out the uh, when they did the reshoots for like the ending of H twenty when he like kills the paramedic and all that, they actually used the mask from Resurrection. Really? They didn't even use the H twenty mask. They didn't even bother. Oh my god! For the they reshoots, don't even care. they don't even care. <laughs> well, the rest of this movie, you can tell they definitely didn't care. <laughs> this this really this feels like a movie that teenagers would go to you know oh yeah you know those like kind of lower budget like blumhouse movies where it's like what if uh there's a theme park but there's a killer and we're gonna make loud noises at you to scare you and teenagers like oh my god did you see that movie (laughs) you know like uh, that is i feel like what halloween resurrection is pandering to
1: oh yeah easily this is the movie that they wanted a a group of friends to go to on halloween to go see like that's all it is it's so feels so cynical and like insulting to whoever the hell is watching and whoever is a fan an actual fan of the franchise and it's very horny for some reason
0: which we we haven't really seen much
1: oh my god yeah there is so much sexual harassment going on yeah, and even behind the scenes too i have a story about that oh uh-oh, uh-oh.
0: Well. <laughs> no like everyone's like grabbing each other's ass everyone is like talking about how they want to fuck each other and like <laughs> like one of the main girls i guess she's supposed to, like the bad boy is like always trying to get with her and she's like ew you're disgusting through the whole movie and then randomly she's like okay i'm ready
1: to fuck oh god yeah like what was and up with it, that it comes out of nowhere yeah it's like it's a it, again it's a childlike understanding of like relationships between people it's yeah. like i don't like whoever wrote this is like a is, i'm sorry they're really dumb
0: <laughs> it's it's like if you were to show a bunch of like slasher scripts to an ai and have them write it
1: oh it, literally it is it, it is
0: literally that yeah well, I wanna I wanna hear about this
1: juice about this sexual harassment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did Buster so Rhymes funny. do something? No, no. As far as I know, Buster Rhymes was an upstanding individual on the set hey, of this movie. You know what? This movie may be maybe absolute trash, but Buster Rhymes did actually really good. No, I, I can't believe like he's made fun of so much for being in this. I get that it's kind of stupid that him and Michael like have a fist fight. But like, oh, the yeah, the karate fight. Yeah, but like, he's not bad at all. I don't he's think he's not so. terrible at all. No, I would uh, say he's good. So? Terrible at all? No. <laughs> like, I would watch another movie with him in a better movie for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as for that, like a bit of juice that I found out, the actress who plays the blonde girl, who's like kind of like the crazy friend in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, her name is Katie Sackoff. But um, she's, like, one of three people who actually had a career after this movie. Um, okay. And the three people being Buster Rhines, Tyra Banks, who already had established careers. And then she ended up being the voice of Bo-Katan in the Star Wars Clone Wars show. Oh, And okay. then she went on to play her that same character in live action in The Mandalorian very recently. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, which is really good for her. I'm glad she was able to recover. But she basically had this YouTube video where she watched resurrection for the first time because she had apparently never watched it despite being in it for oh, okay i guess that's actually pretty common <laughs> yeah especially i guess when you just know the movie is terrible <laughs> mm-hmm. like people just don't watch it <laughs> but, but yeah she had an interesting story where there you know there's that one scene where her character is like showing her boobs yeah um so the one guy just randomly for no reason at all um, yeah, because he's like, show the internet your tits. I know. And she's so resistant to it, but then she does it anyway. It like makes no sense character-wise. Well, I think she was like going to tease him because she didn't show all of it. Yeah. But it's still like she showed
0: way more than she should have if she didn't want to do it.
1: Right. No. And that was actually written that way in the script. Where all she did was just lift up her shirt and not actually show even the bra. Oh, God. But then on set, on the day, the director was like... <laughs> Ugh, yeah you pull up your whole shirt showing their tits <laughs> this is Dan Schneider yeah oh My God. and then she was like um, no I did not agree to that that's not in the script like I am not yeah. even lifting up my shirt and showing my bra because I did not agree to that and he's like ugh fine whatever so then ugh. little did she know after she was done filming they went back with a stand in And then film that close up shot of her of someone's chest and put it in the movie.
0: So then you think
1: that it was her doing that. (laughs) Yeah, that's insane. I know, right? It's crazy. How horny were they? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And it like serves no purpose to the plot. Oh no, it it doesn't even make sense. Yeah, like we were saying, character wise, because it's like it doesn't make sense at all. No. Like, like she would, her character is like mischievous and she's very resistant to any of that kind of stuff. So it yeah. makes sense for her just to like lift her shit up and then not actually do it like as a joke. Like, and to, but then just to pull it all the way up and show everything. It's like,
0: why? I mean, you could argue for all the characters. Like, they know they're being watched by thousands of people live. Why would they just fuck in front of everyone? Oh, yeah. Yeah it's terrible it's really so bad i i don't know if they were supposed to be making fun of like the reality shows and stuff i think that's what they were trying to do yeah like make fun of something like big brother they just don't do it right (laughs) at all (laughs) no well the thing i thought was funny is this movie was going to be called halloween michael com. (laughs) <laughs> and i think i think that is incredibly funny
1: i know <laughs> imagine for someone making a movie titled that today like that oh would my god so you'd be laughed funny. out of the room yeah you really would that is ins-
0: <laughs> i mean okay you know what i am going to give them some credit because this was 2002 right mm-hmm. the internet was fairly new <laughs> you know <laughs> so this stuff was crazy at the time yeah you know like which which leads me into one of the most i think pointless characters is uh deckard the the (laughs) the college boy oh okay has been somewhat catfishing our
1: protagonist and they're having like an internet relationship but they're not dating yeah i that that they were trying to be witty with that Yeah,
0: and I mean, I guess they were like, oh, that's the setup, and he's going to help her because it's live. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that can be done well. But he is literally giving her the most basic information. (laughs) It's literally just, he's in the house.
1: (laughs) You know? Yeah, my favorite part that I laughed out loud at was when they push him out the window, and then they see that he's, like, hanging. Yeah. And then like they are like, Oh, it's over, thank God. And then he just texts her, He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's literally probably the text Jamie Lee Curtis got when they were planning on
1: doing this movie.
0: <laughs> she gets gets like, a
1: page, He's
0: still alive
1: <laughs> And she started crying. Yeah, she's like, Oh
0: god, please
1: Mustafa Cod sent her that text yeah (laughs) god yeah
0: it's it's terrible but i think one thing where we're gonna get into where it consistently they don't understand michael's character is is they give michael a backstory kind of
1: oh yeah but you never
0: know how much was planted
1: right because it could be part of the reality show that they're in is what you're saying
0: yeah yeah like, mm-hmm. they found a, like, baby high chair with, like, chains on it. They're like, they, this must have been what they put Michael in because they tortured him <laughs> as a baby. And then, and but then they, like, find the skeletons, and it turns out they're just, like, props. Right. So, but, and, and in my head, I'm thinking, like, the whole point of this show is, like, we're going to send these people in, and maybe they can discover the truth behind Michael Myers. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, everything in that house is probably put into evidence oh you know? yeah yeah there, there's no way no <laughs> there would be anything left no. <laughs> and one line i thought was really funny i guess to us i don't know if it was to establish that michael was still around or that uh like they were staging it was there's like he, the cook guy's in the kitchen and he sees like spices he's like hey you want to try some Twenty something year old spices and the girl's like, ew no, and he opens it and he's like, Well, this fennel is fresh. And and my head was like, <laughs> Is Michael using spices to cook? That
1: I know, it's so absurd. Did he
0: go to the grocery store and buy some fennel? <laughs> it's so bizarre. It really is. <laughs> I, I and I wasn't sure if that was supposed to set up oh Michael's in the house or oh they were staging it.
1: I think it was just bad writing. I, I don't even think they understand Michael. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> Michael actually is a, is a cook.
0: <laughs> he's making some ratatouille in there when he's not killing. He puts a chef's hat on while he's cooking, like on top yeah. of his mask. Over his mask, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we did learn that Michael eats rats, which I think is more in line yeah, with I Michael's see him character. Hmm. Cause you never like I, I was I was talking about this with with Carolina like you never see Michael do human things you know like there's like that 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 joke with TV shows and movies oh you never see the main characters go to the bathroom you know mm-hmm. you, you never see them like eat dinner or something you know they always like take a few bites and walk away but like and like r- with H twenty and this one where they show Michael a lot more casual. It's like the second you think about Michael in the sewer bashing a rat and eating it, (laughs) it's just so not cool. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. (laughs) Like Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 does it better where like Michael actually has like trapping skills. Oh, yeah. Like so he's able Mm -hmm. to like trap like a rabbit, Mm -hmm. not punching a rat. And and just half Louie eating it. <laughs> and <laughs> it It just doesn't make Michael again scary.
1: No. Like we said in the last episode with that Michael like struggling to like keep himself yeah. afloat down that ravine. It's yeah. just there's just some things you just do not show Michael doing and like <laughs> a lot of the stuff in this movie it, it it breaks that rule like you see so many different things that are just not Michael Myers
0: I want to see Michael take a hot steamy dump <laughs> I want to see them just like going through the house and it's just like Michael with his like overalls down yeah he has to take
1: the whole thing off so he's just butt naked <laughs> yeah they're just like the whole suits around his ankles
0: he's like oh and he's like trying to get it all up <laughs>
1: That'd be awesome. Maybe Michael just doesn't like even pull his pants down to poop. He just poops his pants constantly. I could see it. <laughs> and I, I can't even imagine wearing underwear either. Oh, yeah. I do, yeah. Because <laughs>
0: he was in a hospital gown, and then he just got the overalls. Unless he stole that guy's boxers.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. There, there's another thing about Michael. Again, they don't understand his motives because... He straight up, Busta Rhymes, is pretending to be Michael to scare them. And then the real Michael Myers comes up behind him.
1: Oh, yeah. And he he
0: just berates. He's like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be down there. I'm supposed to be careful. And leaves. And Michael's just like,
1: yeah, okay. And just leaves. (laughs) Yeah, like Michael was like, he felt bad or something. It's so bizarre. Oh, I'm sorry I ruined your prank. Okay, I'll be (laughs) over here. But like, why wouldn't Michael just kill him in that moment? I know, it makes no sense. I guess when Michael just kills all his family members, he's just like a a floating plastic bag in the wind. Yeah, he, just he does doesn't whatever. know what to do. He's hitting a <laughs> yeah. midlife
0: crisis. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I could kill, but killing hasn't been as fun anymore. <laughs> it's him finding himself again? <laughs>
1: i'm just picturing american beauty but with like michael yeah he's like sitting on his bed in that basement and like eating a rat and just staring at the yeah. ceiling
0: <laughs> thinking
1: about life he goes out and applies
0: at like mcdonald's yeah just trying to find something to fill the gap all with the mask on too yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what i want to see um ends ends with. Lori torments him so bad he just changes his name, moves oh across the God. country. He,
1: he moves to like Washington or something. He has yeah. a normal life. Becomes a lumberjack <laughs> but he's still wearing the mask. <laughs> and I like to imagine that people are just fine with it. Like yeah. he, he has a girlfriend that like will date yeah, they're him they're like just like a little the weirded mask. out. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> i can already see it like like after like laurie thinks she kills michael it's just like we cut and it's like like a forest like a snowy forest it's, like, oh, <laughs> like and then like like the time like five years later and we we pan down to like a like a lumbering like town you know, and <laughs> people they're working, you're like, Oh, that's weird. Why are you like why are we here? You know, what what's the point of showing us this? And then they're like, Time for lunch. And they're like, What do you got, Michael? And you just see him in like a flannel with like the mask oh my and like God. The, the beanie over it. <laughs> and there's a guy, he's just like, That Michael guy, he hasn't said anything
1: since he arrived. Kind of an odd fellow. <laughs> so it's pretty much the ending of Dexter. Yeah. Or the original ending rather yeah just yeah i'd watch it <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i would too
0: <laughs> at this point fuck it they've done so much of his character fuck it i know that's that's honestly i can imagine that being said in the writing room so many times from making five through this one <laughs>
1: just fuck it fuck it who cares there's 13 of these movies now <laughs>
0: <laughs> at, at, at what
1: point in a franchise do you say fuck it is it after three <laughs> is it four i think it's definitely after four i i after that it's you're de- like, yeah it's like, definitely after four <laughs> you you just cannot you
0: cannot stay close to the source material after four no <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 speaking of like just writers saying, fuck it. I watched, there's three alternative endings. Have you seen them? No. What the hell? Okay. So remember how I said that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was like, I'm only going to do it if Michael dies, right? hmm Well, they secretly filmed some endings that <laughs> were alternative because I think they were like, but what if we did want to make another movie? Oh, my Um, God. So one of them was exactly the same as how it ended. But in the end, instead of Busta Rhymes coming to save her, it's actually Deckard, the kid. Oh, okay, That makes sense. In my opinion, may would have been more satisfying because in a movie, you expect that. Mm-hmm. The character that has only been communicating them through, like, phone or technology or whatever. It's, oh, they're there at the end because they're watching it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that, you know? Mm-hmm. He just saves her. <laughs> um, the other one is funny to me because you can tell I, I don't know why they even bothered filming it. <laughs> it's when her and Busta Rhymes are at the end, like, and they bring Michael's, like, body By, and they're like, "Wait, I want to see him just to make sure he's dead." (laughs) And they like unzip it. They're like, "He's dead, all right." And then Michael grabs Busta Rhymes and strangles him. So the girl grabs a fire axe from the truck and slams it down like on Michael's chest, killing him. Oh my god! But the thing is all the background actors are literally two feet behind them and they don't care <laughs> like like Buster rhymes is getting strangled and there's like three cops just talking right behind him oh my god that's awful so I it almost seemed like something like hey what if we just like did this and they didn't tell it like they were just like do your normal thing you know mm-hmm and let's just try the scene <laughs> uh, it's terrible. <laughs> that sounds awful the third is the most bizarre (laughs) and it's basically it's the ending like normal it ends how it normal there's one final scene at the end where these two like i guess they're supposed to be like fbi or cia or something somewhere important right come to investigate and they go around back to like the sewer because that's how michael's been like getting around i guess. What
2: the hell? And they
0: look down in the sewer like they're above it, and they put their flashlight, and then a hand grabs the girl and pulls her in. What? And uh, that's supposed to be Michael, even though oh. he's dead? <laughs> so I'm like, did he do the bit again where he changed costumes?
1: Oh, that, like, he's
0: just doing that all the time now? Yeah, every movie <laughs> just ends with him being Agent
1: 47. that's swapping costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because in that, oh, I guess maybe in that end, if they didn't show him getting pulled away on the gurney. I don't know. I don't know. That was just like
0: his own scene. It was like literally 20 seconds. That's so I assume that would probably be an end credit thing. Yeah,
1: I could see that. Well,
0: now it would have been used as it. <laughs> and, and the one last thing, a tidbit I found funny is that the main actress couldn't scream. Yeah. So all of her yeah. screams were
1: dubbed in. Yeah, they were dubbed which, in by um, Katie Sackhoff, even. The girl who played the blonde wow. girl. Because she can apparently, she was saying how she could get, got jobs just because she could scream so well. And so then she ended up dubbing, like, most of the screams in the movie, which is crazy.
0: Like, nothing against the main actor. She's she's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, serviceable. Mm-hmm. You know, she,
0: she got her paycheck. But... <laughs> Why you would cast someone in a horror movie, especially a slasher, that can't scream. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, oh my God, I just get more mad the thing, I, more I think about this movie. When, <laughs> when they were doing the casting and something scared her, like the light fell and she screamed and she screamed so loud it broke glass. So oh you my think, God. Oh, that's going to come in later, right? Yeah
1: in a normal movie it would
0: let's go full schlock here you know (laughs) michael scares her and she screams so loud he's like oh and grabs his ears and like it stuns him right that's how you make a normal movie (laughs) it's stupid but why even have that part
1: yeah yeah unless it was set up for something later like an yeah. actual movie would do. <laughs> like an actual movie would would have set ups and payoffs.
0: Right. <laughs> it's it, it's so baffling to me.
1: No, yeah, cuz as it is, it just feels like stylized like cartoon logic. It's like why no nothing in real life is going to break from your scream. No. Like it it's just so. You have so to dumb. Hit,
0: I guess you have to hit like a very specific pitch, but you have to like try to hit
1: it. Oh, really? So it can happen, yeah. actually. It can happen,
0: but I guess like like you have to be like an actual like professional vocalist. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because it's like it's like science shit with like frequencies <laughs> and stuff, right? Yeah, it's way above my head. <laughs> but yeah, I resurrection i think we can agree might be the worst halloween
1: yeah it's a toss-up honestly between this one and maybe five or six like See, six is funny to me
0: <laughs> so i give that one a pass yeah where like i can find some entertainment value in that because like the the choices are so bizarre
2: mm-hmm.
0: where resurrection the choices are just oh okay Okay, cool. Oh, what? Okay. You know, like, there's nothing batshit crazy in Resurrection. Like, there is six.
1: That is true. And at least in five and six, you have Donald Pleasance to, like, tie yeah. you over, you know? In yeah. Resurrection, you got nothing. There's you nothing. Jamie Lee Curtis acting terribly because I'm sure she didn't care for, like, no, 10 she minutes. Did not. <laughs> like, yeah, with a wig. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then I guess they tried to kind of make Busta Rhymes that, like, person that you're interested in, but he's mm-hmm. d- a terrible person. <laughs> him karate fighting uh, Michael is pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, if this was done with a better Michael, it would have been funny to see my, like him, like, ready, like, a roundhouse kick, and Michael just do, like, the head tilt, like, bro. <laughs> What's going on?
1: That is true. And if if in a better movie that might have worked a little bit more. Cuz yeah. that was it just made, felt so like cartoonish. Like this movie is just been a cartoon.
0: Funnier if like the kid that did that was like a Naruto fan or something, like like an anime kid.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> he puts but his arms behind arms. him when he's running. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh no, Michael Myers behind me. Got it last and then like puts his arms back and runs.
1: Yeah. Michael's just like, what the hell? I shouldn't even kill this kid. Society will take care of him. That should be the next movie. Michael goes after another group of teens, but they're like modern teens. Yeah,
0: it's at like a convention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can have, get like, the all TikTokers the types. in there. You get the yeah, the influencers, nerds, <laughs> uh, streamers, yeah,
1: gamers, and it's the this current version of Michael, the one that's actually scary. So then it'll oh, yeah. kind of be funny. The
0: one that will actually just tear your head apart with both of his hands, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what. Um, compared to our other episodes, I think this one at least was a mixed bag. Where. Yeah. yeah. H20 was kind of like a nice palate cleanser. And then Resurrection was a grim reminder <laughs> of how terrible these movies can be.
1: It's really, with the Halloween franchise, it's always like one step forward, two steps back. Especially in yep. the. Mustafa oh. Cod era of sequels, like,
0: and especially with, uh, I think we unanimously feel about kills as well. Oh God! 20- yeah, twenty eighteen was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and then kills came. We're like, oh, that's right. <laughs> this is
1: Halloween. Yeah. Why did you think we'd get a good movie? I honestly can't wait to rewatch that one because I-, I have not seen that one since the theater. I have not either. Um, I'm very curious as well.
2: It'll
1: mm-hmm. be cool to see the extended cut as well because I think there's a yeah, bunch more footage. There is, right? A- allegedly, yeah.
0: Um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's just more people running around saying "evil dies tonight." It probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I. After the movie, I do not want to hear Michael called evil. I'm oh, tired of it.
1: Yeah, I, I hate that fucking phrase now. It's, it's so played out. Like we get it. We understand, please. There's been 13 movies of this. We know he's evil. Let me just move on. Oh my God.
0: That just reminded me how much Resurrection explains to you who Michael is. (laughs) Literally, literally the first, the Resurrection opens with like a recap of h 20, right? And then the nurse is like, that's Laurie Strode. He went up against Michael 20 something years ago who murdered blah, 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 teenagers. (laughs) And then on the show, they're like, We are going to go to the Michael Myers house, the guy who murdered this many teens. Like, they explain it to you four times. Yeah. Right? This is like the ninth movie in the franchise. (laughs) I know who Michael Myers is. Right? (laughs) Like, I don't need to be told this again.
1: I, it was driving me insane yeah I, I noticed that too and I, the only reason I could think of they were doing that is maybe because it had been so long since the original they're probably trying to just fill people in who are young and new and who haven't seen the other ones yeah, maybe I mean, maybe since they were going
0: like the technology angle hey let's reach out to a younger crowd yeah that's what
1: I was thinking too but
0: I mean I don't know how it was back then but I feel like Michael Myers now is just like cultural osmosis everyone knows who he is he's a household name oh yeah everyone knows the masks Mm -hmm. you you just oh halloween comes around
1: michael you just see michael everywhere yeah even the pure evil thing i don't remember where it was but someone did a a survey once where they just went people on the street and they like gave them like a choice of like all the most famous slasher villains and the question was like Who of these slasher movie villains is the is pure evil, like the most evil? Yeah. And like almost unanimously, like people put Michael Myers, like Michael Myers, like people already know this stuff. Like you don't have to be so insulting about it. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to treat us like a Marvel fan. Right. Yeah. We don't need that kind of stuff, especially in a movie
0: that rewrites the previous movie. (laughs) <laughs> why explain the thing then no, yeah. <laughs> I I just hate when movies waste your time Hmm. well I mean like you said like this movie treats you like you're an idiot like you're stupid that
1: mm-hmm. like, you've never watched a movie before Ugh. it Ugh. probably is the worst one like after seeing it and, oh yeah well I think this goes without saying but it's not scary at all no. So, that's one thing we can put against it. <laughs> it's literally just people running around a house.
0: Yeah. And, like, Michael is able to just somehow stealthily move through all these rooms when there's, like, six people or seven or eight people in the house running around crazy, and they just yeah. somehow cannot find him. And the house is not that big. No, it's not. <laughs> like like eight michael's like fucking agent 47 in this like like he like his objective is to kill everyone so he can extract
1: yeah literally like, <laughs> it's
0: like a stealth game <laughs> i think an easy summary is that uh h20 good uh or i maybe relatively good yeah pretty good uh, it it's, it's pretty good it's better mm-hmm. yeah um it's a step in the right direction uh, resurrection is probably shouldn't have even been made I think no we can agree just <laughs> just stinky poopy stinky poop see you know what I'll give resurrection credit it wasn't as boring as five that is true yeah it it was like mildly entertaining it was watchable yes it was watchable it, and yeah. again because it just follows such an overdone plot mm-hmm it's just like you just plug in names and it's the same movie as all these other slashers <laughs> yeah next we have uh, Rob Zombies coming up yeah which I am very excited for uh, because I I, you know my
1: feelings on these <laughs> Um. so yes. I'm really excited yeah definitely I, they're the most underrated of the Halloween movies even more so than three I think yes. Um, just cuz I feel like 3 has gotten a lot more recognition recently. 3 has like a uh, kind of a cult following. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But these people just have such a negative Rob Zombie ones, I mean. They've such a yep. negative reaction to for like no reason. I think it's just cuz they're different, really. Yeah, that's it.
0: That again, this is what uh like any fandom complains about, right? Like Star Wars is a perfect example. Like yeah. They're like, oh, you just do the same thing over and over again. And then they give them something new, and they go, what the hell? This isn't even like the originals. What the heck? (laughs) That is exactly the same of Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) They will say, oh, they ruined Michael's character. They... come on we're just the same thing over and over okay Rob Zombie's like okay let's give Michael a backstory let's try to do this let's let's throw in some weird surreal abstract shit and they go <laughs> what the hell this is this different I don't understand it I don't like it
1: yeah. <laughs> especially the second one like I, I it's it's baffling to me that people will say oh Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 is the worst one of them all yes when like you have something when like resurrection Resurrections exists. like yeah. come on Again, I
0: don't think people know from from 5 through Resurrection, I don't think they know they exist. No, honestly. <laughs> Everyone knows, obviously, 1 and 2. General audiences do not know 3. And they only remember 4 because of Jamie. Yeah. The rest between that and, Hall- and Halloween 2018, you talk to any random person on the street, they'll be like, What the hell are you talking about? The thorn? (laughs) What the fuck?
1: It's true. (laughs) They'll be like, wait, Paul Rudd was in a Halloween movie? Are you kidding me? The hell? That's weird. (laughs) Is he funny in it? Dude, I found out something um, really crazy about Halloween Kills. Because you know how they brought back um, the Tommy Doyle character? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which who Paul Rudd played in Six. They mm. were in talks with Paul Rudd to bring him back oh, for Halloween kills. <laughs> oh my god. And they were they were so close that it was literally up to Paul Rudd. Like and oh, And he um, didn't do it. Yeah, he you know cuz he had he each had the choice between doing that movie or Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um and I don't think Ghostbusters Afterlife is a great movie or even a good one really, but I forgot it even came out. I know it's the, definitely a better movie than kills I I mean that kills is you made the right choice with that one but I mean money wise well I don't know Ghostbusters is probably bigger than Halloween oh easily yeah that that is more much more widely appealing than Halloween I'm just I'm just hoping for a miracle of ends uh yeah me too if, if ends is good I I can live a happy life I just, the only thing I wanted in that movie, I don't care what else happens in it. I literally just want Laurie to kill Michael. Yes, please, In a satisfying God. way. And, and But then, you oh, know, know, there's gonna be think. an end credit
0: scene where uh, Michael's hand twitches.
1: Oh, my God, please, no. <laughs> Which, an interesting thing to note as well is that, yeah, we're saying this is Mustafa Akkad's resurrection was last film. Mm-hmm. So then, I guess from here on out, it's his son, Malik Akkad, who takes over. Yeah. Um, and allegedly, the rumor is he does not have that same clause Hard in his contract. Michael. Yeah. Because cause you see, like, Michael dies basically at the end of Halloween 1 of Rob Zombie's movie. Yeah. He definitely dies at the end of the second one. Yes. So it's like, I definitely think they will actually let him be killed. But who knows? Well, hey, it's not up to them. It's up to the shareholders. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's the depressing part about it. <laughs> uh,
0: well, that was H twenty and Resurrection. Uh, next week, we'll have our thoughts on the Rob Zombie one. Um, that one's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, suffering through Resurrection with us. And <laughs> we will.